Welcome to r slash ask Reddit, where we answer the question, women who gave the creep a chance, how did it go? Our first reply is from It's a Me Melanie. After a few dates, he started to get way too serious. I told him calmly and honestly that I wasn't ready for a serious relationship, and he deserved to be with someone who was. He completely flipped out, and after a bit of name-calling, I stood up and started to leave the bar. He then said, You should watch yourself in the future, especially when getting into your car. I was extremely paranoid for months after. I would check my back seat and under my vehicle. I never saw him again, so it was just an empty threat, but it was not a fun time. That was like 15 years ago, and yeah, he's still single. Our next reply is from Crazy Bish. I bought him coffee one time and we chatted about our music tastes. Three days later, I was sitting in my dorm, and I got a text from him that was just a selfie. I sent one back, and the conversation got really boring, so I sent him a snap of a black screen. He responded, Are you in a dark place? And I said, Yeah, lol. His response was, Well, you'll have to leave soon because you have class in, insert building such and such, at 6 o'clock. I literally never told him anything about my classes, so he just effing stalked me until he learned my entire schedule. It turns out he was a serial creep preying on freshman girls. Beneath that, we have this stupid idea from Zabirds and Zabats. My college had a database of students' info that anyone could access, ostensibly for email addresses, but it also included full names, home addresses, and classes. And no one in administration thought that this was a bad idea, somehow. Students called it Stalker Notes because its real name was something or another notes, but I literally forgot its actual name. <laughs> Tell me your database of students was designed by a guy without telling me your database of students was designed by a guy. Our next reply is from At Work Cat. At the end of a weird and terrible date, he asked me for a hug as I was turning to leave. I thought, whatever, let's get this over with. As I was pulling away, he forcibly grabbed the back of my head and shoved his tongue in my mouth before I was able to break free. The next... <laughs> The next morning, I had a three-page email in my inbox telling me all the things that were wrong with me and why he's not interested in a second date. Man, I would love to see that email. Reason number one, when I forcibly shoved my tongue down your throat, you acted disgusted for some reason, and I want a girl who's actually excited when I violate her mouth. Our next reply is from Justice Scrolling. I met him when I worked as a cashier in a small downtown shop. He wasn't my type, and he seemed a little off, but I was young, and I had zero real dating experience. I agreed to grab coffee with him as a friend, and I made it clear that I didn't have any romantic interest. He became convinced that he was Gatsby, and I was his daisy. He started stalking me, and endlessly sending letters and gifts to me at work, describing how we were fated to be together. When I confronted him to stop, he started having his friends follow me at work or drop by to check in on me. He prowled outside on nights that I had to close shop alone. I ended up quitting that job, and things fizzled. Seven months later, I got a call from a number that I didn't recognize. It was the same dude. He had just got released from a short prison sentence and was letting me know that he thought of me every day. And he was going to find me so we could finally be together. I made up a story that I was traveling abroad for college and I would be gone indefinitely. I changed my number and luckily I haven't heard from him again. Hold up, in The Great Gatsby, doesn't Daisy end up marrying some other dude? 
Our next reply is from Perry LePew. He stabbed my end table with a knife after getting upset with me. Then he started stalking me. I moved and invested in cameras for my house and a dash cam. I had to endure a million emails and police reports. Oh, and his twin brother, oh geez, forced himself on women and stalked girls a few years prior. He ended up killing two cops. Seems like creep runs in the family. Our next reply is from Karmatika. I'll give the rare success story. He was sort of creepy and weird and neckbeardy. We hung out and sort of flirted because I didn't want to be seen as shallow and didn't know how to hold boundaries, but I wasn't really interested. I eventually just sort of stopped giving him attention and giving off signals. Apparently, he made a couple of snide comments to people that we both knew about how I don't date monogamous people anyway, which is a dick thing to say. A few years later, I saw him at a convention and he waved me down. And I was nervous, but he was like, hey, I wanted to apologize. I was a real prick to you and your friends. I've done a lot of work on myself, and I realized that women not liking me isn't a them problem, it's a me problem. I forgave him, and we hung out a couple of times since then. He's a good guy. He was just going through a cringy phase. Our next reply is from Kilgore Trout. I walked in on him peeing in my washing machine after letting him into my home for some reason. Our next reply is from Black Box Merlot. The guy was handsome, but way too into me for knowing nothing about me. It wasn't like when we spoke, I was an open book, or I felt a strong connection that would lead me to want to share info with him. This was not a, I feel like I've known this man forever connection. I just thought this was normal dating, but I had a gut feeling that something was off. He talked to me like I'd been his girlfriend for months, but actually, we went on three dates and we never even passionately hugged. After our third date, I'd made my decision based on our short time getting to know one another and I let him know that I had no interest in continuing to date him and that I didn't see us being compatible long term. He then locked me in his car and proceeded to ask if I wanted to move to California with him. WTF? And he started crying slash begging with me to work this out. I tried to be very nice to him, but it got to the point where I was scared, and I wasn't sure how this was going to go since he was virtually a stranger. So I hit the dashboard of his car and said that if he didn't let me out of the car immediately, I was calling the cops. Then he threatened to unalive himself if I didn't spend the night with him at his house. I had never even been to this guy's house. He finally let me out of his car after like an hour or two, but he stayed in the parking lot of my apartment almost the entire night and called me nonstop. About a month later, he texted me out of the blue a really long paragraph apologizing profusely and saying that if I ever changed my mind to call him. I just said thanks for the apology and wished him well. I hope he's doing okay, but I wanted no part of that. Beneath that, we have this reply from Boozy Susie. Wow, I had something similar happen when I was about 18. I was modeling at the time, and I volunteered for a date auction for a charity. And some guy who was like 10 years older, and I sorta knew, bought me. We went on a date a few weeks later. It was dinner and like mini golf or something, and the date was kinda awkward, but fine. Afterwards I said, okay, that was nice, time to take me home. Instead, he drove me to his house and insisted I join him for a nightcap. I refused, and he locked the car doors and wouldn't let me out. This was in the days of pre-cell phones, so I couldn't even call 911. Eventually, after an hour of him telling me how I owe him some more company because he paid so much for me, 
I got nearly hysterical and told him that if he didn't take me home this instant, I would kick his window out and scream for someone to call the cops. He did take me home, but was all surly about it, and I could not get out of the car fast enough. Like you, though, I didn't tell anyone. It was so messed up. I'm certain that he was planning to use a roofie on me. Our next reply is from Crazy Snack Girl. The dude in the flat across from mine started off as a really nice guy. He introduced himself, offered me food when he cooked too much, just a great guy all around. Within a few weeks, it became very clear that he was an alcoholic. I have a brother in recovery, so I really sympathized with him. I went out of my way to sit with him and eventually called him an ambulance when he had withdrawals. I live in the UK, so calling an ambulance is free. This carried on for a little while, with me sitting with him two or three times a week, waiting for an ambulance. One night, when he was having withdrawals, he kept grabbing my breasts. I was already on the phone to the ambulance service, but the woman heard me telling him to stop and sent the cops as well. He was carted off, and just like usual, I grabbed his keys and told him to knock on my door the next morning to get his keys. Well, the next time I looked after him, the groping got worse, and then slowly my life did as well. Suddenly, I had fire set outside of my windows and mutilated rat corpses left on my doorstep. I called the cops after every incident, and I got to know one cop who was put on my case really well. He suggested I put up cameras, so I did. There was footage of my neighbor standing outside in my yard at 3am, just staring into my window, multiple nights in a row. Terrifying, but not illegal. Well, two weeks after that, my neighbor snapped. There were builders in the garden next to ours, and they apparently woke him up at 4pm. He ran out with a kitchen knife and stabbed two of the builders and the neighbor's dog. Thankfully, everyone survived. He also slashed a bunch of tires on our street. When the cops came to search the dude's apartment, my policeman friend told me, off the record, that the neighbor had been faking being an alcoholic the entire time. He'd get into the ambulance, ride to the hospital, and then check himself out and walk home. Also, they found half a dozen decomposing rats in his bathtub that had been mutilated. They later found a bloody hammer under his bed. You'd think that him being arrested would be the end of it, but no! He put my name, picture, address, and telephone number on a prostitution website. I had men aggressively hounding me multiple times an hour for two entire weeks before I just cut all ties and fled the city. Last I heard, he was in jail, but that was a few years ago now. Yeah, I am never gonna make the same mistake again. Yo, <laughs> Is this the worst one so far? I think this is the worst one so far. I thought the guy who was peeing in the uh, in the washing machine was going to like top them all, but no. This guy gets the gold medal of creepy. Our next reply is from Starry Sky. On our first date, I ordered a beer. It came to the table super frothy. I was distracted for a moment, but when I looked at the beer again, there were very clear drip marks in the foam, like something had been dropped in it. I made up some excuse about not feeling well, and I got out of there. But, oops, I can't leave. My stupid self drove and my car was valeted. I very uncomfortably got the car from the valet and we both got in. He asked me to stop at a gas station so he could buy smokes on the way. Thank God, because I knew that going to his house was not a good idea. As soon as he got out of my car at the station, I peeled out and left him there. I never should have let him in my car, but I panicked. I didn't know what he was capable of. 
That was 15 years ago, and I'm now happily married to the best thing that ever happened to me. Our next reply is from Katie Wood. Back in high school, several of my girlfriends and I had an off period before lunch, so we were all sitting around a table chatting. One of the female security guards came up to us and told me that there was a new exchange student from Amsterdam who thought I was cute, but he was too nervous to come over and introduce himself. I had zero interest in men, but I figured there wasn't any harm in letting the guy come sit with us and helping him feel more comfortable at our school. So he comes over, sits down, and chats a bit. He seemed rather shy, and he had about a dozen piercings going up each of his arms that he kept fiddling with. Then class lets out, and people, including a bunch of my male friends, start showing up for lunch. My first male friend sits down and introduces himself. The new guy doesn't respond at all. Doesn't even look at my friend. Weird. Maybe he's just shy? My second male friend comes and sits down. The same thing happens, which is slightly unsettling now. We kept trying to include him over lunch, but he would only respond to the women. He wouldn't even acknowledge the other guys at the table. I never talked to him again after that lunch period, and two weeks later he got expelled for, yo, for slamming a girl against a locker and choking her to the point that she nearly passed out. Our next reply is from Conceited Polar Bear. I went on a first date for just drinks with a guy, and the red flags were immediate. He didn't look anything like his profile picture, and he got handsy almost as soon as we sat down. I wasn't into him at all, but we had a shared interest in horror novels, so I decided to extend the date into dinner. During the dinner, he drank several old fashions while I nursed a single beer. He then told me that he thought that we were soulmates, and he thought that we were going to fall in love. He also told me that his ex-girlfriend was going to get an abortion the next day. At the end of the date, his portion of the bill was significantly more than my portion because of all of his drinks, but he asked me to pay half, which I did. On top of that, he gave me flack for driving to the date even though it was only a mile from my house. But even after giving me flack for driving, he asked me to give him a lift home, which I did. Once we were in front of his place, he refused to get out of my car unless I went inside with him for a nightcap. I said, absolutely not. He begged me to just enjoy a drink with him on his front porch. I said no, and I told him to get out of my car. He finally did. The next day, he texted me telling me that was the best date he'd ever had, and he couldn't wait to see me again. I told him no thank you, and I walked away with one lesson learned. I just need to say no from the beginning. Our next reply is from Large Locksmith. Long story short, he locked me in his damp, musty basement. There was a cell phone with no service down there. When his buddy Mario was upstairs, it auto-connected to his hotspot. I was able to orchestrate an escape plan. I was down there for three weeks. I went straight to the police station once I was out. Alright, never mind. We have a new winner for Biggest Creep. That was r slash ask reddit, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new reddit podcast episodes every single day.